0: Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green.
3: Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green and I'm awaiting the arrival of my pal and dear friend and business partner, Dana Southern. I was here a little early this morning, so I just decided to get started. Uh, Each week what we do is we try to share helpful hints in the car buying process. And I guess what I want to talk about a little bit this week is what we do and um, it's more about what we don't do. If you wake up in the morning and you decide you want to buy a car and you don't, you go to the car dealership and you play the whole game and you don't make your car deal, we are not the guys to call to just get a price. Can you beat the deal I got? Because what not only what Dana and I do is not only do we get our clients every time an incredible car deal, we get our clients the most important thing, transparency. They understand why the deal is what it is. Now, I got a call this week from a referral, and the funny part about it is we had helped this gentleman that referred this gentleman get out of a huge, huge mess that his wife had gotten him into. And I'm not going to talk about the mess. I'm not going to talk about the wife. I'm not going to talk about the husband. And I'm not going to talk about the dealership that deceived these people. So when I got the email from the person, what I got a kick out of was he mentioned he had been to the dealership. There were three stock numbers and he offered this dollar amount out the door. And what made me chuckle and laugh about it was He actually offered less than the advertised price on the internet. For the most part, people, 90% of the time, when a vehicle's advertised online for a price, you cannot buy the car without reading the small print. If you don't understand the two words dealer ads in the ad, Because it reads, price could be affected by dealer-installed options. Well, once they're on the car... They don't care. They're not taking the window tint off. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Now, there have been instances that Dana and I have helped clients buy vehicles, buy them for the ad price, even buy them below the ad price, but it's based on the relationships that we have at the car dealership. So the point that I'm trying to make is if you're looking for just a price, We are not the guys to call because I don't want to sound like a jerk when you call and say it's not what we do because it's not what we do. And part of the reason why I don't do it is because too many times and especially not with referrals, but with radio show listeners, I have given the information to and I come to find out that. They feel it's okay for me to give them the information. They go shopping. They buy the car using the information I gave them to save the money. Now, one of them I got a kick out of because after she bought the car, she wanted to know what the nine ninety five charge for gap insurance was. Well, just in that alone, what, they paid, what, she, what her and her husband paid for the gap, our fee would have been covered for what I would have got it for. So what I'm basically trying to say is... If you'd like help in buying a vehicle, eliminate the brain damage of having to go through the whole process. Dana and I are without a doubt the best resource you can find to help you buy a car we're not a shopping service, we're not a buying service, we're not advertising to get you this much off MSRP, but what we're telling you is we will get you a great deal on the price of the car, we'll watch every penny of your money when it comes to your trade-in, and we will get you the best possible rate that you can get, and a very competitive price on a warranty. Now, There are times we go to dealerships that we don't normally deal with, and we have to not step it up a notch, not be in our A game. We just have to play the game sometimes. And I had a a gentleman the other day that wanted to buy a Jeep, and I hadn't been to this dealership in a while because for some reason I haven't had anybody looking for a Jeep lately. Now, I had gone to this Dodge dealership for years, and at one point I decided I wasn't going there anymore because I didn't need the practice of playing the game with the finance managers. So we sat down, and the customer agreed to buy the car, and it took a little while to get the sales manager to see it our way, and he finally agreed to everything, and the finance manager comes out with a full-blown menu that had a $4,000 warranty on it. So I looked at him and basically said, they're interested in a warranty, however, at that price, they're, they'll self-insure themselves. Let's just move on, print the contract, let's get out of here." So a couple of seconds later, after the finance manager, he walked away, he came back and said, "Hey, the finance director would like to talk to you for a second. So I walked back in and I said to the guy and I know him, I said, "Listen, I'm not playing the game. You know the deal. You know where we want to be in pricing on warranties. So when a guy comes out and wants $4,000 for a warranty, I'm stopping him dead in his tracks, and he doesn't get to present anything else. So by the time we were done, not only did they get a two-year longer, a 30,000-mile more warranty for less than half the price that the finance manager originally came out for. These are the things that we look out for. We are not brokers. I take offense to the word because we're not. We are consumer advocates. There's nobody that I can think of that works solely for the client keeping their best interests in heart. Now, that all being said, I get a kick out of reading these articles sometimes. So this year, I'm, I'm looking, and I look at MSN. So it's an article on MSN that was written, and the topic of the article, it's from eight twenty seven 2018 and here's why the best time to buy a new car is in the fall. Well, guess what, folks? Here's the one part that he writes in there that actually I agree with. You can score massive discounts on vehicles that are being replaced by new models. So if you were thinking about buying a RAV4, if you can find the one that you're looking for, go buy an 18 right now, because the 19 is going to be completely redesigned with all the latest, greatest technology. Now, if the vehicle's not changing at all, and you can find an 18, and you are going to keep the car for a long time, you're better off with the discount on the 18 versus buying a 19. However, if you drive high miles, the 18 also makes sense because you've gotten 10 months of free miles because your 18 is only got two months of miles that you can put on the vehicle. These are the things that Dana and I understand. So to give you an example, I helped a woman this week buy a Toyota Highlander, and we had had a conversation, and she wasn't looking for a car, and she wanted this kind of a payment, and I told her, don't say a word. And she called back, and we we had a very nice conversation, and I told her, call me in five days when you're done working your four night shifts, and we'll schedule a time, and we'll go out there, and we'll get it taken care of. So she calls me all excited and says, hey, can we go? On this day, and I said, absolutely, we can. And I could tell she was apprehensive and a little nervous. So I was like, Mary, relax. The one thing you don't have to worry about is if you're going to get a great deal. So when we got to the Toyota dealership and we looked around, I spent some time alone with her because she had mentioned RAV4 and she had mentioned Highlander. And we were not going to discuss anything until we narrowed down the model that she wanted. And I looked at her and I showed her the RAV4, and I basically explained for what you're looking for, this vehicle is too small. And she said, You're absolutely correct. So now, when you have the guy who's telling you wait for the model end year for the greatest deal, what you have to remember is if you're looking for the greatest deal, you might sometimes have to concede certain things. Now, one of the things that this woman wanted, and she hadn't bought a new car in a really long time, was she wanted the tri-blizzard white pearl color on a Highlander. And she wanted all-wheel drive. And at the end of the day, with a gas motor and that option, the only one he had, did you hear what I said? The only one they had at the dealership was a... Limited, which was a little bit more equipment than she wanted. But when she saw the additional equipment, she was really excited to have all of it. And it all worked into her budget. And she got a great deal. But at the end of the when you're at this time of the year, there are certain cars you're not going to find an 18. What I don't like about reading these articles is they talk like there's a rule of thumb in the car business. There is no rule of thumb. Now, two weeks ago, I helped somebody buy an $80,000 MSRP Ram pickup truck, and I happened to look at a new Challenger. And I've had sports cars pretty much my entire life. And when they were sedans, they were sport sedans. And I decided, you know, my car's got 50,000 miles on it. If the deal makes sense, maybe I'll trade my car. So out of curiosity. I went to a website that gives you a price that they will buy your car for. All you have to do is drive it over to the dealership. So I log in and I give all the information to this process. And I'm not talking about who it is. And there's multiples out there. And the number came in and I kind of chuckled and I laughed. And the first phone call I got was from a car dealership that was over 100 miles away from me. Well, how is that the closest location. It's not the closest location. So I looked at the number, and the number was a joke. So not only did I buy a new Challenger, but compared to the number that was on the car that they sent me, the dollar amount that they had sent, I traded my car in for a number that was $6,000 more, plus the additional dollar amount in the savings from the tax. So roughly $2,000 more than the piece of paper that I got in an email saying, bring your car in. We'll write you a check right now. Folks, all it is is information. Okay. But I'm going to do a quick recap because Dana's here and I want him just to know what we talked about. I talked about going to websites to get a price on your trading, buying your car. And I didn't mention any of the things. I talked about analysts talking about best time to buy a car is the fall. Well, it's the best time if there's still cars, because there's plenty of 19s. Another thing I brought up is that you and I are on the same page when it comes to this. We are not a shopping service. If you want a price on a car, call a dealer, not Dana,
4: not me. the most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award.
0: Make a plan today to get your house checked.
2: Visit brightfocus.org to learn
5: more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only, regardless of whether you choose to purchase a vehicle whether it be new or used, whether you choose to finance it, lease it, pay cash for it, we will guide you as to what is in your best interest each and every time and and make you aware of of the other choices that are potentially available to you. We are not here to sell anything. If people were under the impression that we're a pricing service, I appreciate the fact that Gary shared that that is exactly Uh, not what we do. Well,
3: I I talked about the gentleman that called that was a referral from a radio show listener, and I mentioned that most of our referrals understand what we do. Sometimes we have to explain a little bit more in depth, and we don't have a problem with that, as to what we do when it's a radio show listener. But when someone says to me that they offered less than the advertised price that the vehicle was online for, I got to crack up
5: laughing. Well, especially now, when that included tax and license. Right. And it,
3: yeah, and he was actually 1000 over the advertised price, but the tax and license was considerably more. Now, I did reach out to a general manager that sold that car, and he said, you know, if the guy will take the car that I have in this color, I'll be happy to do something really close to that. So when I reached back out to the gentleman, he kind of said, well... I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh my other options. Well well have at it, okay, because you're not eliminating going to a car dealership. You're not buying a car through a broker for a lower price than an advertised special because A, the broker wants money from the dealership, and B the broker's being paid by you. We work for you, not the dealer.
5: And and that's a really critical point because It's how you leave a dealership that matters. It's not how you get there. It's, as you mentioned, you know, these services that suggest that they'll buy your car and regardless of what company that might be. I can assure you they're looking out for their best interest and certainly not yours. Now,
3: when you get that number, it also says in the number, subject to final inspection. Well, the final inspection number when I bought my car last week was $24,500 after the dealership saw the car, after the dealership appraised my vehicle. Now, that twenty four five is not including... An over eight percent sales tax savings. So just there alone is another two grand. That's twenty six thousand, call it rough number, twenty six five. The the number that I got from this buying service, the email, was less than nineteen grand and that was subject to the dealership inspecting the vehicle.
5: Well and and the unfortunate part is, you know, I think so many consumers over you know, the course of their dealership experiences have have gone to to making decisions that that arguably you know they think or believe are the lesser of two evils by avoiding the the typical dealership process which arguably nobody would like to have and and then going to these places that are either one price or Carvanas or or these CarMax places where you can't buy a certified pre-owned car under any circumstances, you can't buy a factory extension of the warranty under any circumstances, and more often than not they're bidding in lanes at auctions to buy the cars that they have to sell. The only Carvanas di- inventory, 90% of it's got to be auction cars. Well, it You'd would think it would have to be and you've been in the lanes at the auction watching them bid cars so you have a good idea, but the the key is that so many people, either because of bad past experiences, being taken advantage of, they're they're being taken advantage of in a different way now. The, these companies that are one-price stores, look them up. They hold the highest gross averages per vehicle retailed out of any used car dealer in the entire nation by far. Without a doubt. Speaking of dealerships, very special thanks to the Earnharts. They
3: understand what we do. And- our deals with the Earnhardts are based on relationships. And it was kind of funny. And it was a radio show listener that I helped buy a car the other day. And we were leaving. And as we were leaving, the general manager of the dealership showed up. And within 10 seconds of the de- customer showing up, the general manager showing up, we went from leaving to buying a car. Now, the customer, we call went colorblind. They had a great deal on a 2018 model. The dealership had a whopping two of them. So it wasn't like there was an abundance of them. And he actually came back and said, instead of waiting for the car to come in, that's in the color that they want. I'll sell one of the ones that I have right now for $1,498 less. Now, part of that had to do with, A, bumping the trade, and you'd already started with too much money for the trade. Explain what that means.
5: Bumping the trade is something
3: that- When you have cash, and it's $5,000, it could be $150 bills, it could be 50 dollars bills. When you have cash, there is no changing that. But if you have a trade and the dealership looks at your trade and their first number on the car is five grand and you're not buying the car and they have no place to go, if you have five grand in cash, the general manager is not
5: reaching into his pocket and giving you a thousand dollars. Although a lot of people seem to think that they're going to talk dealerships into doing that, which is kind of funny to me. It's
3: kind of funny. And you know, what I always tell people is you don't talk a dealership into doing anything. Now, When they bump the trade, it means they look at the car and they say, you know, if we can make a deal and I got to put another thousand in the trade, if the customer buys the car, let's go. Now, Dana said something just now, making a car dealership do something. It was October 1st and my phone was blowing up. It was a salesman and it was a general sales manager at a car dealership. The general sales manager explained to me it was the end of their quarter. He needed to sell a certain amount of cars. When can you be here? I know you are looking at a car. So when I got there and we put all the numbers in, I looked at the screen. I put the numbers in the computer. And when I put the numbers in the computer, by the way, you tried that at home. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't work. It, the math didn't work for me. So all of a sudden, the GSM walks into the office and I'm sitting there and he smiles, said, are we done yet? And I said, "Listen." And I use I, I appreciate everything you're trying to do, but I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy to grind every penny out of you on my deal. I grind you when it's my clients. When it's my deal, I don't want to be that guy. And our job with Dana and I is to protect you to get you the best deal. So all of a sudden, the general sales manager of the dealership looks in the screen and says, "How far apart are we?" And I said. Twenty five hundred bucks and it's no harm, no foul. And he looked at me and said, Listen, I called you. You didn't come here looking for a car. I need this car deal. And he looked at Robbie and said, Go into the screen, bump the trade two grand and knock another five hundred off the price of the car. There's your twenty five hundred bucks and he stuck his hand out. Now just like when you watch American Pickers, I reached out and shook his hand and said, Okay, I'll do that. Unlike Good it. luck you doing that on your own, as Dana said.
5: Well, and it has a lot to do with, you know, obviously these gentlemen and ladies that work in the auto industry that that do this every day, day in, day out. In many cases, obviously work their way up into higher positions of authority and then eventually into management they practice every day and just like i did for 25 years you know almost 10 years ago now and for gary for many many years they- i just realized that today's 30 years that i moved here i moved here in
3: october 9th 2000 i'm sorry 1988 and i think today's the
5: ninth well i believe that we've known each other almost 30 years to the day then yeah because we met right afterwards
0: you just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will
2: take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council.
3: Welcome back to your current siders on 960 the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and I am here with my dear friend and business partner, Dana Suther. Remember, you can reach us. The best way to reach us, without a doubt, is by phone, 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana, 602-679-8324. Really slow, 602-525-1370, and Dana, 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in sunny Peoria, Arizona.
5: Well, the only thing I'd like to say to right away is that most people really can't understand, even though we're we're going on a little over seven and a half years every Saturday, guiding and teaching people, the ones that do call of course and the ones that don't call, the the different ways that, that the dealerships because they do practice every day, because they do train every day, they They are prepared for the individual consumer that comes in and makes a car transaction once every several years, in some cases even longer between. And unfortunately, as I mentioned earlier and have mentioned countless times, it's not how you get there that matters. It doesn't matter how they advertise. I had a nice couple who I assisted recently who was also a radio show listener and they wanted to, to wait and get an eighteen Subaru outback um you know, and make sure that they got the best deal possible. And after talking to him for a few minutes I said, Well the dealer that I'd be contacting hasn't had a new 18 Outback for some time now. So many people think that they know what's going on. They think that, oh, we wait till the end of the year and we're going to get the leftover great deal. And that's just not been reality for so long. And the crazy thing to add to what Dana's talking about is I help a radio show listener
3: buy a Subaru as well. And they bought an Outback. And they bought a 19 and they bought a 19 because at the time they went, that was very, very limited availability of 18s that were left and they didn't have an 18 left like he wanted. But he asked the right question. Well, if I were to take another color and go to an 18 and get the equipment I wanted, how much am I saving? Well, folks. Subaru is not known for their giant rebates. No, they are not. And the difference between what I did for him on a 19 and what he could have done on his own for an 18, he bought the 19 for less money with me than he'd have paid
5: for the 18 on his own, and he knew it. Well, it's a fact, and in, in fact, when I was there just a few days ago, helping them get the 19, they had just announced, literally while we were at the dealership, point nine on the 19s. They only had the special rate financing on the 18s, the day, an hour before I was there. Now,
3: he just mentioned something. I helped somebody buy a Toyota I mentioned, the Highlander, and Toyota had a rebate on the car, and they also had 0% financing. Well, if you're not putting any money down, the 0% financing makes a whole lot more sense than the two grand. If you're not putting any money down and you don't want the monster payment, you want a payment that's a little less, you do the 0.9 for 72 months. Now, I show the numbers to this woman in the computer screen rather than on a piece of paper. And when I put everything in and I explain to her that if you take the rebate and you finance the car, your payment will go up about $45. However... If you take the 0.9, no rebate, we put the gap insurance in, since you're putting no money down, at 0.9% for 72 months, your finance charge is $1,348. Now, when she looked at that, I looked at her and I said, now here, here's the only thing you can't do. You told me you've been aggressively trying but- to pay off a home equity line. And what cracked me up the most was she was so concerned that since she had this home equity loan and just opened up a 0% credit card that she wasn't going to be able to get financed.
5: That is the least of her concerns. 847 was her credit score. And we get to see lots of people with really high credit scores and, and sometimes we see people that obviously have challenges. We're, we're here to help guide Everybody and anybody, we, we don't help people buy $5,000 cars. I know we've talked about this in the past, but it, it's not because we don't care. It's- You're buying a $5,000 headache. And, and we don't know what the future brings. We don't have a crystal ball, and we're not going to put our names on something that could— Now,
3: uh, don't get me wrong. If one of my friends called and I knew he owned a car for 20 years or 15— It's a different story, but I'm not going to sit and look for a used car. Now, what I'm also not going to do is if I, if I sit and I look and I find that I can get you a new car— for about four grand less than what you can probably buy a used one for, and you still want to opt for the used one, and you're not flexible in your options and your color and the model year that you want, we're probably not the right guy for you to help. Remember, nope. you can reach Dana, 602-679-8324. You can reach me, 602-525-1370. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer.
5: welcome back to your car insiders on 960 the patriot well again each and every week we we do try to share as many helpful hints as we can and if you've noticed in the news lately the the price of cars is at an all-time high which we've talked about over the years it just continues to go up
3: now dana sent me something that was really interesting the other day and it talked about new car pricing outpricing vehicles for the normal people.
5: Average consumer can't afford it.
3: Now, I'm reading something, and it it really is discouraging to me, but I also look at it as stupidity on the manufacturer's part. The 84-month
5: car loan is alive and well. That is a horrible thing, and and we will not, I will not. I've only helped... One person. There could be a special it. circumstance, 1.9 for 84 months, I think you had, yep. which was, but and other was, than that.
3: And he had the rate. I couldn't get him the rate. He was financed through State Farm. Now, at the end of the day, I laugh when someone says to me, and they even tried to do it with me when I was looking at my car. Well, if it's all about the payment, why don't you just stretch out the term? I said, you know what? I'm not stretching out the term. I don't even like, you know, 72 months is actually becoming the norm.
5: But Gary, but let me th- talk, Let me just before you go into this article, because it, it's what I was just going to talk about. All these nice people that are afraid of going to the new car dealership are going and trying to buy late model cars for too much money at higher interest rates with no warranty. And guess what they're doing, Gary? They're financing them for six years used because right.
3: they can't afford the dang payment. Now, what cracks me up is think about it this way. Go to a car dealership and buy a two year old car and then you finance the car for six years, and you don't have the ability to pay the car off, you are going to be exposed to two things. Negative equity, a lot of it. And the fact that at some point, you're probably not going to have a warranty on the car. Now, when I bought my car, I'll share it. I bought my car, and I financed it for 72 months. I don't normally, I can't remember the last time I paid off a car. But this will be the last car like this that I buy because I, I drive manual transmission. And those are going away. And they're going away. So I'm 58 years old. I probably bought my last two-door vehicle. By the time I'm ready for my next car, if I'm in a wheelchair or I'm, I'm using a walker, I'm going to want some kind of four-door sedan. But folks, when I bought the car, I, I didn't need gap because I had plenty of equity in the car that I was trading in. I didn't need Gap because I bought the car with $3,250 worth of rebates. I cracked up laughing. The guy looked at me and said, do you have a lease car that's registered at your address? And I looked at him and said, you know, I don't. And then all of a sudden it hit me that my daughter has a Honda Accord that's leased and it's done at my address. All I had to do was call my daughter, send me a picture of your registration, and I got a 1000 bucks. Now... When I bought the car, I drive on average about 20,000 miles. So I bought a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. So when I go to get out of this car, it will either be sometime between the fourth and the sixth year, but it will not be past the fifth end of the fifth year. I won't drive the car without a warranty. Now, when I help people buy cars and sometimes they, they, they don't see the value. Now, when someone says to me, I don't need a warranty because I have a friend that can fix my car. No, they don't. I got plenty of friends that can fix my car. It's the stupidest statement in the world unless you have a friend that can steal the parts. Now, I don't know what the number is, but Dana will answer the question and it's not a trick question because I know he knows the answer. When you have a car repaired in a dealership, what would you say the percentage of the repair is parts? Well, obviously- What was it when you did it?
5: Well, it depends obviously on the type of repair that's being done, but more often than not, parts are more- are much smaller part than the labor, which is, I think, what he's asking me. But as far as a percentage, maybe thirty percent to seventy.
3: So I had a young man that were in the car dealership, and they offered him a hundred thousand mile warranty on the car, or whatever it was on the warranty, and the warranty was not that expensive. And I said to him, "If you can, you have to understand something. You have stretched the envelope." You have stretched the rubber band as far as you possibly can to get to the monthly payment that you can barely live with. Now, he needed, because of his family, a third row seat. He needed a new vehicle because he needed the rebates. And the only car that worked for him was a Dodge Journey. Well, if you buy a Dodge Journey and you don't buy a warranty, you buy any American product car and don't buy a warranty. You would not be following our guidance. Okay. So I looked at the young man and I said, if you can give me one good reason why you don't need the warranty, I'll pay for it. And he starts chuckling. He starts laughing. And he says, well, my buddy can fix the car. And his wife starts laughing. Well, you know what? I'm going to. That's a good reason. I said, okay. But there's a part B. Where's the parts come from? Remember this a warranty. Don't use the word warranty. Don't use the word service contract. Use the term that it really is insurance. Insurance. So when you buy an insurance policy on your car, you're not buying it because you want to have a car accident. You're buying it so that you're covered in the event there is an issue. It's the same thing with a service contract. Now, Every single car I have ever owned that had a service contract, with the exception of one, I used the warranty for more than I paid for it. Now, I had a 2006 Mustang GT that was purchased by my wife when she was my girlfriend, and we bought a five-year, 75,000-mile warranty. And I had a couple of repairs on the vehicle. The only problem was we made it past 100,000 miles without the repairs. But it's, it's not a service contract. It's not a warranty. It's insurance.
5: And, and the key, in my opinion, is it, it's unequivocally an individual decision. And, and when people, especially in this marketplace, and I'm sure across the country, Often when they go to purchase a, an extended service contract or an extended warranty, the proper terminology being service contract, it is often offered by an aftermarket company and it's often offered at a, at a premium that is not justifiable. Not that there aren't times where I'm sure people pay fair prices in relationship to what those products are, but I feel strongly that if you are going to consider buying that insurance, that it should be the factory extension of the coverage, not an aftermarket company that is arguably in the interest of the dealer to sell, but not in the interest of the consumer to sell. I am not aware of any aftermarket warranty that is rated higher than the factory warranty from the same brand. So if that happens to be the case, please enlighten me. Please call and let me know. I can be reached at 602-679-8324. Again, 602-679-8324. So unless I'm wrong, if you are going to consider the insurance, the key would be the best coverage, which would be from the factory, then having it tailored to your actual driving needs. You know, if you drive, you know, a lot of miles per year, like in Gary's case, you know, he tailored it to the, 20,000 miles a year. He anticipates driving and bought a five-year policy. There are so many times when people go into a dealership, end up negotiating in the business office without the proper skill sets and end up purchasing an extended service contract that doesn't even cover them for the term of the loan that they're financing the car for. And it it happens in the people that are selling the product not having the best intentions and worrying more about how much money they can make as opposed to the actual client's needs, because logic would dictate they'd sell the factory warranty, and even if they're going to make profit on it, at least they'd be offering the client what is in their best interest and the, and make a profit on it. When I help guide someone or when Gary helps someone guide someone and it comes to making a decision on that insurance policy, it's an individual decision. It's quite clear that Gary leans towards purchasing that coverage because he does not like mechanical repairs or surprises ever. And in his own personal experience, as he shared, virtually in every case they paid for themselves. It's not our decision to make for you, but when we help people acquire those insurance policies, we get them at the fairest, lowest possible price for the best product available. So in the event that you elect to purchase the insurance policy, you're getting the best you can. If you elect not to get it, you at least know what you could have had.
3: You know, and and here's another thing. When you're buying a car, I always tell people, you leave with a couple of envelopes when you leave the finance office. And one of the things a lot of the car dealerships have gone to is these, what do they call them? The, US the, the, the USB drive. Yeah, hard drive. Yeah. And they print all your, they put all your stuff on a, US, on a drive. I'm not a fan of that. I like papers. So what I always do is this. When you buy a car, you get a certain amount of paperwork that needs to go into your house. That would be odometer disclosures, contracts, buyer's orders. Gap insurance policy, warranty policy. But if you buy an extended service contract, you can't hurt yourself by making an extra copy of the extended service contract and keep that in the car.
5: Well, and, and kind of separately, you know, one of the things that's come up in the news, and it's, it's been something that's been going on for, for decades in this valley, and I assure you across the country, where people, when they go out to fill out their paperwork to buy a car, Sometimes the dealership, when they're filling out the credit application for you, they are kind enough to give you a pay raise that you don't happen to see in your paycheck, but the bank sees it and therefore says, hey, this person makes that much money and they have this good credit, so we're going to approve it. You have to make sure that when you're buying a car that you are the person responsible for the information being provided And then you actually understand how to calculate your income. Most dealerships, I I spent 25 years on the retail side, over 10 years as a general manager of a very large dealership, and I had to train salespeople at least, if not monthly, periodically, on just how to calculate how much money someone makes when they make $12.50 an hour. It's
3: a pretty simple equation. Now, in today's market, the market has changed, it used to be when you had a certain credit score, they didn't care about anything. Now, all of a sudden, they care about the debt that you have. They care about the income that you have. I have a friend of mine that he, his wife is an 850 credit score. We sent the loan to the bank that she banks with. Now, I thought it was idiotic that her own bank with her eight something credit score turned her down. And the stupidity was when we called back and said, you do understand that the mortgage that she pays, she doesn't pay that. Her husband does. And if that's what you're using to calculate her DTI and saying that you're turning her down because she doesn't budget for a $200 car payment, you got to be the stupidest people I've ever done business with. now, Or not done business with. You know, but remember, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to the Earnharts for their support of what we do. Something I want to talk about, and it has nothing to do with the car business. There's a friend of mine in New York that does a fundraiser. And I never knew about it, and I think it's the coolest thing in the world. And it's so cheap that, and I'm not asking you to call me up and pledge me the money, but if it's something you want to do, it's called Wreaths Across America. And what they basically do is you make a $15 donation, and these tractor trailers show up at the national cemeteries throughout the country, and for the Christmas season on December 15th, they place wreaths on the graves. It had to be one of the nicest ceremonies I'd ever been to at the military cemetery last year at Pine Lawn. I'm not; It's not Pine Lawn, Pinnacle Peak. My dad's buried in Pine Lawn. So if you want, it's wreaths across America. It's a $15 donation. And all you're doing is buying. Now, you can actually buy it and use someone's name. So if you have somebody that's buried in one of these cemeteries, they can actually place the wreath there on its own. But it's an incredible thing. And the other thing is this. Remember, if you want to reach Dana, 602-679-8324. If you can reach me at 602-525-1370. And please, if you're calling to look for a price for a car, we're not the right guys.